Louise It to Beaver. Starring Louise Gasman and John Richardson as the co-host. Hi there, boys and girls and everything in between. It's me, Louise, and my co-host. Hey, it's me, John. What up? And you're listening to Louise It to Beaver. <laughs> that's the that's how the theme song goes for like the early 90s like uh reunion next generation show although leave the beaver totally did that and had but their if own it little didn't funky and we spin. were creating it yeah yeah <laughs> about this show in particular but yeah this is i'm really excited to talk about this episode i wish that i had a chance to re-watch it it's been like a month be- since i've watched it because a month ago I had a baby, Yay! so so thank you everybody for your patience. And I, uh, you have your own beef. I have my own little beef slash Wally, and she's fantastic. She hasn't gotten up to any shenanigans yet, but nah, but just we'll give wait. it some time. <laughs> so yeah, this episode, the Black Eye, I lo- I loved it. There's a lot about it that I really liked. Oh, me too. Shall we just like dive in? Let's dive in. I I think that it was after I watched this one that I decided that I needed to start taking notes about like what the scene by scene order is because I feel like okay. we got tripped up on that the last couple times. Not that it really matters. Yeah, I think I th- we're finding our footing. Yeah, it's all good, people. Uh, we, you guys, we've got years of this podcast <laughs> There's coming. so many episodes of this show. <laughs> um, so, well, on the at the end of the last episode, I read the introduction to this episode. So, why don't I go ahead and just re- uh, refresh people's memories of what that was. So, at the beginning of each episode in season one, there is a little bit of narration about, like, a little soliloquy if you will about the theme of the show so this one is children have a wonderful knack of keeping their world separate from ours they raise monsters right under our very nose and then they showed a shot of like them with the alligator from the other episode captain jack captain jack unknown to us they send away for everything from shrunken heads to flying saucers but occasionally they become involved with something that's just a little difficult to hide and that's our story tonight on Leave It to Beaver. So, nice. yeah. Um, th- in this case, the thing that's difficult to hide is a shiner. A shiner, indeed. A, a really bad one. A, a really bad one, especially considering the source. Yeah. Uh, why don't we... With the, the source, which is kind of hidden a little bit for for a good portion of the episode. Yeah, act one of the of this sitcom. Right. Um, yeah, why don't we well, just then, kind Yeah, of... let's do this. Okay, um, TV Guide versus John and Louise. Oh, right. Um, I'll, do, I'll start that off. So TV Guide, and I actually found the TV Guide one, says, <gasps> nice. when Beaver runs from a fight, Ward gives him a course in self-defense. I disagree. I don't think that's really what the episode is is I he isn't running from a fight. No. No. There's no and fight. Ward does give him a course in self-defense, not a very good one, and also that's the first 
nine minutes of the episode. Right. There's a whole episode after that. It's basically, if I had to sum up this episode, which we have a podcast about it, so I guess I do have to, (laughs) it would be uh, after Ward discovers the beaver's black eye, he gives him a crash course in becoming a bully until he finds out the truth. Yeah. Here's mine. Here's mine. The beave bruises easily, but forgives easily. Ward gives us some terrible advice. (laughs) Wally drops a parenting truth bomb, and a lot of under five actors got jobs. (laughs) Uh, For anybody not in the biz, uh, an under five is when somebody's not exactly an extra but mm-hmm. they're not a character either. It's like a little bit more than an extra, but less than a day player. Right. And if anybody's not in the biz and was like, what's an under five? Uh, I forget the Wally parenting truth bomb. Oh, okay. Well, let's go scene by scene and then I'll refresh you. Unless okay. you want to go out of order. Uh, no, let's go scene by scene. Okay. All right. So we're opening up with Wally putting makeup on the beeve to cover up his black eye. Right? Yeah, I think so. Yeah. yeah. Or, or or Ward and June are like getting ready for dinner and they're like, where are those two? And I'm missing my makeup on my desk or whatever. Oh, that's... They they do that a lot where it's like... Two They words. don't just start off right away with like the meat of everything. There's always yeah. like a little fluff piece with like Ward and June that kind of props us up into yeah. the, the the real beef of the episode. And a lot of it, too, is, I think, mostly June leading to where it's going and Ward going, couldn't be our boys. Yeah, right? Like, Ward is in complete denial of, like, the <laughs> insanity that is his son's. <laughs> so, uh, Oh, and in that first scene, June is wearing a tweed skirt, a cardigan, a chiffon scarf, some arm candy, earrings, and single strand of pearls. Single strand of pearls. Looking nice. She's always looking so nice. Uh, so when when Wally and the Beave are, are talking and, and Wally's putting the makeup on, he they have the conversation about how this black eye came about, and the Beave just tells him that a kid punched him yeah so at this point we all know where this is going you know the beef is looking a little like embarrassed about the source of the black eye so you know that it's going to be something a little out of the ordinary yeah or also like we we're only three episodes into the sitcom like it could have also been a situation where maybe it was like a friend of Wally's and he didn't want to tell Wally who it was because it was his friend. Like I, I kind of also thought it was not just embarrassment. There was like protection there almost hmm. too. I like to think that. Yeah. Yeah. Um like, not just like, oh, I can't tell you because I'm just so ashamed. But, like, I can't tell you because it's like some, ah, uh, I don't know. At least that's what I thought when I was watching. Right. Well, I don't know. Maybe, I don't know if I knew what the episode was going to be about before I watched it. And that kind of, like, clouded my perception of what the what the lines could mean. But I think I knew pretty much right away who had punched him. Ooh, okay. 
Well, not who specifically, but, you know, the type of person, if you will. Um, Now, something that really stood out about this episode for me, and if you remember from the episode where uh, the beaver runs away, beaver gets spelled, there's a lot that Ward says that's like, this guy is a child beater. And he should be put away for the rest of his life. In this episode, he gets really big into the misogyny. He kind of does. You know, he's like the poster boy for the patriarchy. Because I believe it's right at the beginning of the episode, he's basically whining about how dinner isn't coming out on time. And he's just complaining to June about how his dinner's not ready when it should be ready. And then he's complaining about the... Um, the shoes. The shoes. Yeah, because... Like, it's your fault, June, that the kids are stomping around. Can't you get them quieter shoes? Right. I mean, not, you know, paraphrasing, but... Exactly, yeah. I have written down, first he complains about dinner not coming out in time. Then he tells her to buy the kids... Buy the kids? Yeah, buy the kids shoes with less noisy soles next time. And it's like... Give this woman a break. They're kids. She's got a lot to deal with. She just had to bury a dog because what (laughs) happened to the dog from the last episode? What happened to that Captain Jack (laughs) 2? I feel like each episode should begin with like June patting down the like soil from like a freshly buried (laughs) dead pet. (laughs) <laughs> from like the previous episode. There's no fish either. They all got flushed down the toilet. Right, the fish from like episode one. That who knows if it oh ever God. even existed. Uh, doesn't he have a? Didn't he say they had a turtle at one point? Yeah, for my turtle, turtle, turtle dirt in his yeah, pockets. Yeah, dirt for my turtle. Uh, yeah, there's definitely a pet cemetery in their backyard. For sure. <laughs> <laughs> uh, so then we. And you can fill in the blanks about like the, what the scene breakdown is because my notes are a little scattered. Um, but the, then they're eating dinner, right? And yeah, the kids come down to dinner, and uh, the beef comes into the dining room like walking backwards, right? Hiding, and he and- like sits down, and then they're like turn around, and they're like, "What have you done to your eye?" And and he's like, "Which eye, mom?" Yeah. Playing it cool, playing it cool. He's kind of the best. It's like, I I hope that my child is like him and that, you know, it's trying to be clever and failing and then it just ends up being like... Adorable. Pretty adorable, which yeah. you can only get away with for so long, but I mean, it's the beef. Yeah. I mean, we're about to find out on this couple year journey that we have how, how long you can be adorable. Well, based on what I've seen, which is bas- which is really just like the opening credits of the like late 80s, early 90s, next generation Leave it to Beaver thing, the beaver, even though he has like a family of his own, still looks like he would act like a child. Like he wears a baseball <laughs> cap and he's just like, you know, kind of pudgy and happy-go-lucky. Okay. I don't know. So I, th- I feel like there's probably still a lot of that same old beaver, except he's had sex. Oh, wow. Well, well you know that because of his kids. He's, he has kids. It's not like it shows it in the opening credits. 
But wouldn't that be wild? Wouldn't that be wild? <laughs> oh, oh, the beaver. <laughs> what are you getting up to now? <laughs> so, um, yeah, so they're, they're eating dinner. It gets revealed that he has a black eye. Oh, yeah. Okay, so when they're in the bedroom and Wally's putting the makeup on the beeve, he, like, is pushing it on his face quite hard, and the beeve a few times says, like, ow! And then he's like, but thanks for helping me. Yeah. And then down at dinner... Uh, Ward like wipes the make off off of his eye and I'm like doesn't that hurt too because he's like wiping it off quite mm-hmm. hard anyway I think that he's used to the abuse from his father <laughs> it's not funny oh god <laughs> and no it's not but it, but in a way I don't know oh yeah so- and at dinner Ward's like you know, back in my day, yeah. and he's like punching his palm, being like, and looking at his fist as he turns it, and he's like smiling about like how much of a bully he was. Yeah, yeah, he it's was super a fighter. weird. It is super weird, Ward. I I don't trust that man. But in this episode, I feel like he also gets kind of taken down a peg. Yeah. And and it kind of explains why he is the way that he is at home in a way. He talks big. He talks big because at the office, he's the shrimpy little guy yeah. who's getting pounded on. Um, so it w- it's it's then revealed, I, I believe this is after dinner, Wally and the Beaver talking, and he mentions who hit him, and it's Violet Rutherford. Yeah. A girl. <gasps> a girl. I oh, I was going to say, too, when they're leaving dinner, uh because he like says like go to your room or whatever and like when they leave Wally puts his arm around the beeve. I know he's such a good bro. They're so cute. They really are. Okay, yeah, Violet Rutherford. Did you Violet notice Rutherford. too every time he says it, he gets this weird like western drawl like <laughs> old wild wild west like Violet Rutherford. He like has this <laughs> special way to say oh my god no i just want to watch it again and uh and watch for that and by the way if you want to watch along with us if you go to archive.org and search for leave it to beaver all of it's up there i i I said this before i would link to it but i don't know the legality of its existence on that website so i would just tell you you can search for it there and uh Hopefully it'll it'll be there when when you go looking. But it's um I yeah I didn't notice that about the way that he oh, said yeah. Violet Rutherford every but, time. But there's something that I love about TV shows and the way that they portray kids when talking about other kids because they and I will say quite accurately always have them call them by their first names and last names. Yeah, I feel like that's such like a little kid thing to do. Where it's like you mention a like a friend of yours by their full name. Oh yeah, I mean I still do that with certain friends, and it's not always when there's multiple people of that name hanging mm-hmm. out. Um, but it's specific to that person. It's not that I do it with everybody. It's yeah. like, but I will say this: Violet Rutherford. I would say that full name. That's an awesome name. Me too, especially if I was going to say it like the beef. Violet Rutherford. <laughs> but I I didn't like how the beeve then said, I sure wish you were allowed to hit girls. Oh, yeah. But he does know 
that it's not, not okay. Yeah, he does know that he shouldn't. Yeah. Yeah. But man, oh man, does he want to. <laughs> yeah. Cowboy so, Twang talking Violet Rutherford. And, oh. Hmm? Go ahead. I was to say the reason why she punched him. But Go did you have something it. to add? No, not yet. Oh, okay. Yeah, so the reason why she punched him is because she had a sign on her back that said, Violet Rutherford drinks gutter water. And yeah. if I remember correctly, he, it's not that he put it on her back, but he laughed at it. He laughed at it. Yeah. Yeah. What a funny that thing is... to put on someone's back. Yeah. Were you going to add something from earlier? I don't think so. I think it was uh it was just oh, yes. What? It's later. I remember what it oh, was. Okay. Uh But yeah, the Violet Rutherford drinks gutter water was in my notes. Oh so, god. So then we have a visit from uh from Ward's buddy or not so much buddy, but co-worker, uh, co-worker Fred. This is it. What's up? Fred Rutherford is Mr. Mr. Baxter, Baxter mm-hmm. from the pilot. Yep, and yep, from the uh from the Franklin Dairy Company and uh the Franklin Milk Company. God. And so now he's Fred from work. Uh he is played by Richard Deacon. Do you know what he wrote a book about? No. I'll give you three guesses. What do you think he wrote a book about? Richard Deacon? That's his name. He wrote a book about being an actor on the Beeve? Wrong. Guess number two. He wrote a book about theology. Incorrect. A cookbook. He wrote a book about microwave cooking. Whoa! (laughs) I pulled that out of the air! (laughs) Yeah, he wrote a book about microwave cooking. Other fun fact, he had polio when he was a kid. What? Um, mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. Look at this guy. Wrote a book on microwave cooking. I can't believe you guessed cookbook. Oh, That's me amazing. either. <laughs> uh, so anyway, he is now playing Fred from work, and he's a total doink. He's like the work jerk. And yes. he is an ass to Ward. Yeah. He's like, you know, getting on his back about, or, or trying to snake away, like, one of the accounts accounts from him. Like, it's, Ward has one of those jobs in, like, the TV world where it's like, they don't specifically say, like, what it quite is, but he is a businessman. And, of course, businessmen have accounts. Yeah. Oh, you know what else we glossed over? What's when up? When this scene starts and Ward comes in to greet him, Fred, Fred mm-hmm. is like sitting on their couch, bouncing like a bounce house. Oh, yeah. It's like, what are you doing? You're a grown man. He's a jerk is what he is. Hashtag work jerk. Work jerk. Ugh. Oh, yeah, and then he's, like, pulling out his wallet and being like, aren't my kids great and way better than your kids? Oh, and he says, like, 
because Wally waltzes through or something, mm-hmm. and he goes like, "How old is your kid?" And he or he's like, "You know, pretty small for a fifteen-year-old." <laughs> and Ward is like, "He's 13. Yeah. What a jerk. He's such a jerk. He is such a jerk, but he's kind of like a perfect character. Yeah. Uh, and I feel like if Fred and Ward didn't work together, and Ward didn't have this like work jerk, he'd be a nicer person. Okay. Time out. What's up? We totally skipped <gasps> the bully session. The bully session? Yes. Ward takes the boys out to the garage. Oh. And then June comes out and says, Fred from work is here. Why don't you punch him? Because, like, June is full of all this, like, sarcasm about. Well, well, here's a question. What's she wearing? Oh, I'll tell you. June is wearing a checked dress with very small pleating on the chest with a matching belt, slingback heels, arm candy earrings, the kitchen apron, and this scene, a double strand of pearls. Nice. It is her second look of the episode and, spoiler, her last look. She doesn't really make much of an appearance in this episode. No, she is must be like filming a different commercial. Yeah. <laughs> so that's right. He's like teaching them how to fight. And they have this like old timey dummy like potato right. sack looking thing. And he's like, why don't you hit it? And Beave like sort of kind of punches it. And he's like, no, you got to like really hit it. So Beave really cranks one out and the dummy goes backward and then forward and knocks him on the ground. Of course. I love it. Um, so that's right. That's right. That's right. So he's trying to teach them how to fight so that he can confront his school bully, not realizing that it's Violet Rutherford. Yeah. Violet Rutherford. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> So, uh, I, a lot of my notes come from, like, after this part. So, in this scene, when Fred, he's talking to Fred, who's being just like a complete doink, bouncing on the couch, stealing accounts from him at work. Yeah. Just like, what is the reason why he's even there? I don't know. I think he came over... If I recall correctly, he came over to the house to say, sorry that I got the account and you didn't. Just to and rub it in his face? Yeah. And Ward's like, oh, I didn't know it had been chosen who got the account. And he goes, oh, yeah, it was me. So, and then he's bouncing but on he's the like, couch. no be- hard feelings. And he's bouncing on the couch because didn't he like... Like, maybe Fred got, like, a new couch and was like, my couch is better than your couch. Kind, yeah, I think yeah. so. Something like that. Something, oh, real jerky. So, that's when we also, it's also revealed that Fred's daughter is Violet Rutherford. None yeah. other than the one and only Violet Rutherford. Fred is Fred Rutherford. So, the beaver decides that he's going to go confront his bully. 
He doesn't decide. Ward, like, has a heart-to-heart with him and says, like, I don't want you to run away from a fight. Do you understand me? Like, you got to stick up for yourself. And he goes, if it were me, Beav, I'd go find this person and say, do not, like, get in my face again. And he's he's like, you got to get aggressive with him. And the Beav has a cute Beavism, and he's like, you know, are you going to get aggressive with me? Doesn't he say, like, just, like, aggressive? Oh, yeah, yeah. Something like that. By the way... Please excuse me, everybody. I'm on very little sleep, so I apologize if I'm missing key moments from episodes of Leave It to Beaver. My <laughs> my brain is a little frazzled these days, but these it'll days. it'll get back there. I promise. Yeah. So yeah. So the Beav heeds his advice. He's gonna go confront his Terrible bully. Terrible advice. Uh, yeah. So then we see Wally. The Beav- Wally, Wally comes in. Yeah. Okay. So then what happens is while after Fred leaves um, and the beef decides he's going to go confront his his bully, Wally comes in and says, hey, dad, can I talk to you? Uh-huh. And he says, uh, yeah, sure. And he goes, so that person that hit the beef was a girl. And Fred and Ward like laughs. He like chuckles and he's right. like, oh, like what the beef, what a sucker getting hit by a girl. And then he's like, you know, how could, why didn't you tell me that you, you had me go out in the garage and teach the beef how to fight and you could have said something and you didn't. And here is the parenting truth bomb. Wally says, well, you never asked, dad. Oh, you right. never ask. You just tell us. That's Cause he's right. like getting scolded. I forgot and about so that. Then, so then he says, well, what's the kid's name? And, uh. And calls the beaver and June opens the kitchen door and is like, the beaver's not here. He left like 10 minutes ago. Why do you need him? And he's like, oh, I just wanted to talk to him. Where did he go? And he, she's like, he went to go see Violet Rutherford. And he's like, dunk, Violet <laughs> Rutherford. And puts like two and two together and then sends Wally to his room because now Wally's in trouble of for course. no reason. I guess talking back. Um, And so... Ward has right. to like Wally's go retrieve. just like banished to his room for like the rest of the episode. Yeah. So then Ward has to go retrieve the beef. Retrieve and, the beef. Uh, retrieve the beef. So then the next scene is the beef is like walking over. And I love this part because Fred Rutherford and Violet Rutherford's house on their mailbox, it says Rancho Rutherford. Oh, I didn't notice that. <laughs> it's hilarious. Uh, I absolutely loved the like the moments that the Beave and Violet Rutherford had together, because he oh, goes sure. over there intending to you know punch her in the face, and rather than fighting, Violet suggests that they go spit off the bridge, and then the Beave's like, "Nah, I did I that d- on the way." Over. I did that on the way over here, but then they decide Plan B is going to go look at the. The window with the jiggle belt. Oh yeah, that, like, like those like weight loss belt things. Yeah, yeah. I I wish that I had that kind of mindset of like, what am I gonna do today? Oh man, I gotta go look at that jiggle belt in the window. That's hilarious. <laughs> um, well, they like make a day of it. They go see Gus. At they the go fire see station, Gus. They go see Gus. Fire but station. meanwhile, while all of this is happening, while they're having their little afternoon together, having the time of their life, uh, Ward is bopping around town trying to find 
the beaver and Violet, thinking that they're going to be fighting each other. And he's with Fred, too. He's with Fred. That's right. So they're going around town and essentially finding out that, like, this small Midwestern town that they live in is basically a fight club. There's, like, a fight going on everywhere with little kids. Oh, yeah. Yeah. And they're, um... These are a bunch of the under five actors. Right. They're like uh, two. There's like a. They're playing. They're playing some sort of game. Right. Well, and, uh, this one kid has a tomahawk. Right. A toy Very tomahawk. racially insensitive, and he's playing something about scalping an Indian, or he oh. is an Indian, and he's going to be doing some scalping. I glossed over that whole part. Whoa. Oh my god, that resonated with me. The I part was, that I caught was when they go up to those two kids because uh, they get out of Ward's car and Fred's freaking out like, he's going to kill her. Right. And you're like, the kid is not going to kill her in the grass. But he goes over and he grabs the kid by the yeah. wrist and he won't let go of him. Because you could do that. Yeah, and he won't let go of him. And I was thinking, you know, this actor either has some bad direction or a real problem with holding on to kids because in the pilot mm-hmm. when, when he, he was Mr. Baxter Mr. Baxter he's like holding on to the beef yeah no he and holds like, on he grabs Wally and then the beef kicks him in the shin that's right yeah yeah he like has no problem grabbing strange children he's like still holding on to his hand and then the kid's like can I have my hand back and he's like oh yeah sorry <laughs> uh, so then it's revealed that there that uh, Metzger's field is where kids go to fight. So yeah. they're going to head over to Metzger's field. Then, and there's like another girl with with uh, braids, probably from the episode first episode, because she's like a friend of the Beavers, and she's mm-hmm. like hey, talking to this kid eating an ice cream cone or a or a pop of some kind, like a fudgesicle or something like. Uh, did you hear about the kids fighting over at Mexter's Field? And he's like, no. And so that's like another two actors getting paid that day. Yeah. Way to go, kids. And then um, and then we go over to Beaver and uh, Violet, and they're just like going to say hey to Gus. Yep. So... And this, he keeps making all these really cute jokes like, oh, you bring the missus today. Right. And so, the beef gets so cute when he's like... You know I'm not married. Well, and he gives this dopey smile. Well, what he says is, and I quote, you know I'm never going to get married, and if I do get married, I'd never get married to a girl. <laughs> Cute. I love it. And then uh, we, yeah, then we go back to some other kids. There's like a kid eating an ice cream. Oh, yeah, that's the kid, yeah. Yeah. I think that's the kid is just like, Metzger's Field. Fight, fight, fight. Yeah. Um, and then they go to the soda shop. The yeah. Beef and and Violet. Yeah. And they get milkshakes. Like and four she, of them. Yeah. They get so many milkshakes. And then she charges it to her dad. Touche. I love it. I love it. She, yeah. I guess and, he has. And the Beef's like, where did you learn that? And she's like, from my mother. Yeah. I love it. I would totally watch a spin-off series of The Rutherfords. Oh yeah. Yeah. Oh yeah. Like it'd be called like Go Get 'em Violet, something like that. <laughs> <laughs> uh, you know, cuz I would also love to see the episode where some like kid puts a sign on her back that says that she drinks gutter water and then she punches yeah. a boy. Yeah, that would be a good episode too. Yeah. 
So, uh, and then at this point, I think that they're... Oh, wait, they have other... They Then they then Warden uh, and... Fred. Fred go find some kids who are, like, repairing a bicycle. And they were like, have you seen these kids? And they were like, oh, yeah, the fight's over. And one right. kid got taken away in an ambulance, and there's blood everywhere. <laughs> like, it gets exaggerated just completely. And he's like, I saw it. So, one of the things that was confusing to me, and then I remembered, oh, yeah, this is just like a TV show, but it's implied that they live in the Midwest. I don't remember if this has already been established or if it's from something that I've read somewhere. Uh, I believe that they say that it's in like Ohio or something. But while I think Fred, it's Indiana, but yeah. Indiana, something like that. But Fred and Ward, uh, when they're out and about, you see like palm trees in the back. Yeah. And it's like, hmm, way to not really think about that one, everybody. Well, also, I, I was talking to my mom about Louisa to Beaver because she's really been anticipating the episodes. I think this is her favorite of my podcast. But shout she's out, Mare. Like, shout out, Mare. But she was like, oh, man, and I don't ever remember it snowing. <laughs> like of all the years of Leave it to Beaver. I mean, maybe she just is like misremembering. But I'm excited to see if in, in all hundreds of episodes, if they have seasons. Right. So something that we should also do moving forward is letting people know what the weather is. Yeah. Yeah. Um, so... I, I All I have written down is Ward learned a lesson, but I have nothing else. Okay, so after they charge the milkshakes to the Fred Rutherford's account, they're like, let's go get some gum. And then they go back to Violet's house and sit on the stoop. Mm-hmm. And uh, the beeve is teaching her how to like put the gum on his teeth. Oh, that's and right. And it's black gum. Right. And he's like, I always get the black kind because then I can do jokes. And so what happens is Ward and Fred come back to the Rutherford, Rancho Rutherford. Rancho Rutherford. And um, he gets really, really bent out of shape that the beef has like now knocked out his daughter's braces or teeth. Right. And she had $800 worth of braces. And I'm like, these kids are eight years old right. how did they already have that much orthodontics yeah. <laughs> <laughs> how has this happened what did her teeth look like before right but then uh it's revealed that it's gum and ward is like that's hilarious and fred right. is still fred bent is out of shape furious and he's like you take your kid and you get him out of here and I don't ever want him to play with my daughter again. Do you understand? And and Ward kind of puffs up a little bit like he's going to stand mm-hmm. up to him and then he goes like, okay, Fred. Come on, Beave, let's go. Yeah, but you try to take those two away from each other. They're a great combo. They're a great combo. The, I love their little adventures. The yeah. Yeah, the weight loss I think belt, one the of my jiggle favorite. belt. So oh good. yeah, and I like too. Like he when they when they walk out of the sidewalk from the house and they go like a little ways away from her house, he like about faces to confront Violet, and yeah. he's like, "Violet, are you trying to get aggressive with me?" And like sort of like start something, mm-hmm. and she's like, "No," and he's like, 
are you sure or whatever and she's <laughs> like why would I want to fight you yeah it was just like cool I liked it I love them they're so great uh, and then let's see we go back to the um, the Cleaver's household and Ward grants uh, Wally permission to leave his room yeah and Wally is reading Seventeen magazine no he isn't mm-hmm. is he yep Cool. And yeah, that's I don't really have anything else notes wise. Um, I think what happens is Ward comes in and uh, or first the beef says to Wally because he was like, you know, what happened? Did you get in a fight or did you get in trouble? And he's like, no, but dad got told off mm. or like screamed at by by Mr. Rutherford. And he's like, oh, cool. And so then Ward comes in and says something. And the beef says, how come you didn't? stand up for yourself like you told me that I had to stand up for myself and he's like well you know I'm an adult and adults don't have to fight and he was like you know our little boys supposed to fight and he's like well yeah which again is terrible advice terrible parenting and then um he goes to leave and you know says again like why and Ward's like well because the adults or it's different for adults and adults make the rules or something. And and Wally says, like, must be good to be an adult. <laughs> oh, oh I forgot. OK, wait, I just saw a note. The way if you if any of the listeners watch it or if you do a little quick rewatch, the way that the beef comes into the bedroom after saying goodbye to Violet, he like swings the door behind him, but he uses his whole arm and it like throws <laughs> his body off balance as he's walking. It's adorable. Well, he's just so little. God, he's adorable. I I love this show. I love this show. And yes, it's problematic. But this episode in particular, what I really liked about it is, yes, Wally's parenting truth bomb. And also just like the way, the difference between, I guess, boys and girls. And it's really trying to get you to think, like, yes, at the end, Ward tells him, like, yeah, of course kids should fight. But we all know that he's really thinking, no, fighting is not the answer. Violence is not the answer. And, I mean, as we've learned throughout this course of the episode, there's a lot of violence in this town with children. So, (laughs) you know, the fact that the beaver and Violet just kind of, like, put aside their differences and had milkshakes and looked like laughed at the jiggle belt. That's like all you really need in this world. Yeah. I don't know. Yeah. That's what I liked about it. And I I actually like to see Ward kind of in a submissive position. Yeah. Cuz it's just like he's he just he's so aggressive with his kids. Yeah. Yeah, I don't love that. Um, I, I was a little disappointed that the kids didn't get any pets in this episode or still had the puppy from the last one. Uh, but I'd say that like for a TV show of its time, only three episodes technically in, we've already kind of like pushed some boundaries because, oh yeah, you know, we saw the toilet in the last one or at least part of it. And then in this one, we have, like, a real lesson about, you know, fighting. 
I also think uh, this show must have been just so wacky. Like, we have had Full House Mm -hmm. with, you know, that's kind of wacky. Saved by the Bell. Saved by the Bell. Family Matters, because you got, like, Urkel being, like, a weirdo. I mean, there's, like, and then even now, like, Modern Family is kind of, like, a wacky thing. But, like, the other shows that were happening at this time, and... I wasn't there, but when I think about what they were, I'm just like, this show must have been bonkers. Right. Yeah. That's all I can say. I wish that I could go back in time and experience the world as these episodes are airing for the first time. Yeah. I think that'd be kind of fun. Yeah. I mean, Uh, just briefly. And I don't, right, very, just very briefly. You know what? I didn't write down when this episode aired, but I do believe that, like, these episodes were coming out, like, you know, once a week, just, you know, it's very common still then as it is now, where it's just like a very quick turnaround time for putting out these episodes. And, I don't know. They, there's there's a ton of episodes of the show, and I feel like each one of them is just like getting progressively better and better. And yeah. they're even in the first part of the first season, pushing boundaries of what you see on TV. Just kind of cool. Yeah, I dig Aired it. Aired October eighteenth, nineteen fifty seven. Cool. And then let me see if I have. So that was October eighteenth. Yeah. So October eleventh, nineteen fifty seven was Captain Jack. So yeah, there it's a weekly show. I I remember reading somewhere just like the production dates and it's like they turned around the show really fast. I don't think that there was um a lot going on production-wise. It's not like they had any crazy sets. They used natural outdoor areas as you could tell by the palm trees. So yeah, they're just like churning these things out. Yeah. And I believe that this one was also written by the creators. And uh, it was directed by not the person who did the pilot, um, not Jerry Hopper, but by... I can't find it. Anyway, but the same director as the other two episodes that have been uh, actually aired. But yeah, written by Joe Connolly and Bob Mosher, the, the creators of the show. Inspired by, uh, which one is it? Joe Connolly's Kids. I love it. I love it. Yeah. Did you learn anything from this episode, Louise? I think I did. In a roundabout way, I think what I learned is uh, as as I watched the kids when they were having the, you know, are you trying to get aggressive with me? Mm -hmm. And like, do you want to fight me? I would have been like, all right, let's go. If somebody like if somebody challenges me, I immediately rise to the to the challenge. Uh-huh. But but it's probably a much easier thing to just like do what Violet does and be like, no, I don't want to fight you. Like She's the best. I learned there you know, there's a second option. You don't always have to go with the with the lizard brain option. She must have like a pretty solid mother because her father's yeah. not teaching her these things. Right. And a good older brother, as he like, as uh, right. Fred was saying in his wallet, like these are my kids. Yeah, like a good older sibling, a good mother. Yeah, and just like a shit dad. 
Jerk, work jerk. Work jerk. Fred the work jerk. Uh, so for What did the, you learn? What did I learn? I learned that if you have beef with somebody, rather than like having it out with them in a in a in an aggressive way, just go spit off a bridge. Go yeah. have a milkshake with them. Yeah. Go watch a jiggle belt. We're not all that different. I think jiggle we, belts solving more problems than just weight loss. Well, yeah, if that. So, the next episode, I will uh, I will go over the little introductory uh, little poem there. Please. Okay. When you're young, there are some things you have to learn. How to catch a ball. How to catch a baseball. And good table manners don't come too easily. But when you're a boy, losing things is one of the lessons you don't have to learn. And that's our story next time on Louisa to Beaver. So, I'm nervous about the next episode. Have you seen it yet? I have. Okay, I'm nervous about it because, it's, again, it's one of those things where it's just like, but when you're a boy, dot, dot, dot. Yeah, and also, like, you have to learn things, but not losing things. Yeah. Keep losing them. I'm, like, I'm a little perplexed by that, but I yeah. guess I'll find out uh, when I watch the episode. And hopefully y'all will watch along with us and keep on listening and yeah. uh, rate that'd be in- swell. That'd be real swell. Oh, and go on louisadebeaver.com and you will see screen grabs from the episode that uh, correspond with, with the things that we've talked about, certain key moments. And uh, go check out the, the show on iTunes, rate us, review us. Um, Tell your parents. I feel like if you're not into this, your parents will definitely be into this. It's something that you can listen to with the whole family. Yeah. It's a family show. Anyway. I like it. Yeah. Louise, this has been a very special experience for me. I always love this. (laughs) All right. Well, I can't wait till next time. Me either. Have a nice one, everybody. Bye. Bye.